Foster here, and welcome to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I am the creator of the Big Brand Formula and president of Jerry Foster Branding, where we specialize in working with service-based entrepreneurs who want to create a big brand and a strong message that sells so you can excite, delight, and ignite your market and make it easier to get clients. So, Please stick around to the end of the show and we will share how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes or so. In the meantime, let's go. Okay, welcome everybody to the Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. I'm Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the branding evangelist. Oh my goodness, I am thrilled right now because this lady and I have been chatting. It turns out she lives in Laguna Beach, California, where I lived for 27 years. <laughs> I've been going down memory lane with her and just reminiscing and sharing anecdotes and whatnot about Laguna. Oh, my goodness. But you got to welcome her to the show today. Julie Lawton. Julie, how are you? I am very good. And I feel like I've known you for 30 years, Jerry, because I've been in Laguna 30 years. So this is pretty special. Hey, we may have crossed paths in some bar restaurant or something. I'm never... sure we did. <laughs> I'm sure we did. I was out every night. <laughs> oh, my God. When I used to um, emcee many of the mixers for the Chamber of Commerce, oh my, I, 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 I would be the guy up there doing an auction of t-shirts and baseball caps to a bunch of people have been drinking a lot it was fun <laughs> it is fun and that's what Laguna's about a lot of fun especially in the evenings and we still get a lot of tourists six million a year thanks to the pageant oh so. my goodness well Laguna is mm -hmm. magical Laguna is special and you are magical and you are special so Julie if you don't mind please tell everybody about yourself and what your company does well what it is is I'm a I went to college for architecture landscape architecture interior design and then I became a licensed general contractor. So what it is, is I provide a one-stop shop, seamless process for all people looking to remodel or build custom homes ground up. And they really have one point of contact, which is me. Because, you know, traditionally, it's you have to hire an architect, an interior designer, a landscaper, a pool guy, and then your contractor. So there's, a, there's usually seven people plus the engineers. So I actually provide a one-stop shop. And handle all of those people and i am the designer and i am the architect and i do and i do run, personally run the job as the contractor every day i'm on site so it's kind of unique and fun and i'm a little powerhouse because i'm kind of naturally um hyper <laughs> and i'm a multitasker well you, you're doing something very special because you're doing design build right i mean yes. you're not just doing the, the the design itself you make sure it gets built the right way according to the specs Exactly, because that's what it is. These plans people pay for, they don't walk and talk by themselves. You have to have someone that has your same vision and dream who protects you, fights for you to get the darn thing built. So I spend most of my day battling it out to get it built and fighting that schedule and but you know, really working hard on keeping it moving. And you know, I have a wonderful team under me that I've known for years that helps, but it's a constant grind, you know. Well, you know, it this is. is really it really is because I've done a lot of work with architects. In fact, you'll appreciate this. Back in the day in the 90s, I was a frequent, very popular guest speaker at AIA, the American Institute of Architects. Oh, I love it. 
Yeah, if, if, if I remember, I think there we met in Irvine or Newport. I can't recall. Probably Irvine, because that's a bigger community, yeah. most likely, I'm thinking. Absolutely. And a lot of great architects back in the day in Laguna. I remember that one guy, he passed away. He was he had this incredible design that he did up in Arch Beach Heights in Laguna, known for his his um his modern, very contemporary design. Oh my god. Um, if I if I ever think of his name, you'll know who it is. But I heard he passed away. Because a lot oh, of um, uh, right, uh, Singer, Mark Singer. Yes, Mark Singer. Yeah. Yes, Mark and Singer. it was Terry had pancreatic cancer, and I'm friends with his son, who's an architect, and we're trying to work together. Well, the fact that you are an architect and you do design build, and you're in Laguna, I can tell already. I can already tell our listeners and our viewers, you're listening to a master here. I, I, I got a sense of you already, Julie. You're you're not just another architect, and, and so this. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm a driven soul. <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this, because this podcast is all about big branding. It's all about how do you distinguish yourself, and how do you let people know that you are cut above the rest of the crowd. So how do you differentiate yourself? Because. In the eyes of many consumers, as you probably know, they think, well, one great architect is just another great architect. How do you how do you set yourself apart? Well, I prove my talent by the pictures on my website because it shows my style and shows my quality. And then I have this reputation of honesty and getting things on done on time and on budget. But what I did, because as the designer, you know, you're kind of a dime a dozen. But what I did is I started helping clients with the construction early on to show them that you could have a stress-free process. So what I did is I wore cowboy boots, orange cowboy boots. And what I did is when I went to the city for the last 30 years, I got tired of them at the counter saying, are you the homeowner? I'm like, no, I'm the designer and the contractor. So I started wearing shirts. So I wore a uniform and the boots and the same outfit every day. So you can't miss me. <laughs> And it, and it just, you know, and I just got tired of people thinking just because I'm a woman, I couldn't possibly be the contractor. So uh, I just really wore the two hats side by side, but I dressed more like the contractor at the end of the day. But, wow. um, and, and that drove it home. So uh -huh. that's all part of your brand, right? That's part of my brand. I wear copy boots and I drive a King Ranch F-150. Oh my <laughs> gosh. So what have, what have you found to be the most common challenges, problems, whatever word you want to use that you help solve for homeowners? The biggest problem I help solve is that how do I get this done on time and budget, which means who's going to draw my plans, who's going to get all this done and, and organize me because I come with the talent. So they don't have, I don't have to hire an architect. I don't have to hire an interior designer. So I work with them as their designer up front, but then I instantly turn into the contractor. So I really solve their problem by being the one point of contact and they're confident. And I really champion the project in their best interest, not all the other people's best interests or the engineers. It's their best interest. So having that front man, being their front man and their protector from the pitfalls and the, and the potholes is my job. So I guide them. I'm almost, I'm almost like a remodeled custom home coach, like a life coach for remodeling. <laughs> <laughs> a life coach for remodeling. Yeah, that's what I really am. <laughs> so, so what is your flair? What is that thing that you do that you're most known for when it comes to design? Well, I like timeless traditional 
a clean style, but everything has a story or a message. It's derived from something. And after I pull it out of the client's head and get it on paper, we, we come up with their style and their look, but I'm really into the history of architecture and everything has to have a meaning or a reason. Form follows function. And I just don't make up stuff. It's there's a method to the madness and, the, uh, you know, but it's just classically timeless. So with me, the only thing you'd have to change in your house is maybe paint colors or pillows. Everything's timeless. Wow. So what's your philosophy? Because I love talking to architects or listening to architects and they, they love to share their philosophy, their approach to whatever it is that they do. What would that be for you? Well, first I go into the house and the house kind of speaks to me like what is it screams out help, you know, what does it need? Because, you know, you got some bad designs on the 60s, 70s. So I know what to do to make it better. And then I pull the stuff out of the client's head and what they want. But then I combine it with, hey, where's this house? What can it handle structurally? And what's outside that window? You know, what what are we looking at? What's the feeling? What's the energy here? What's my energy? What's my light like? What are my colors like? Because all those colors from outside go get mixed with the color of the slab materials we pick and the flooring we pick. But it's really the natural God's made materials that I use for paint colors, not the man-made stuff. So it's a combination of where the house is, what the client's style is, and what can the building handle structurally. Because I usually, you know, am very aggressive on the the changes. They're facelifts. Mm, It's aggressive. I love it. I love it. So what's your story? What's your journey? How did you become this amazing, exceptional, extraordinary architect in Laguna Beach? Well, I started out drawing like dogs and cats and horses when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And then I then I turned into buildings like my hand, like the whole my whole high school. I drew the whole building, every brick for three blocks long. So then I went to I started mechanical drafting in seventh grade. So by the time I got to college, I tested out of mechanical engineering and then did some architecture, landscape architecture and interior design, which is space planning, which is how humans function in their home or their workspace. So I'm really into how the human functions and the ergonomics and the detail of the function first. So that's what, so then I work for commercial developers, Milstein's, Goodstein, Leftfest, Zeckendorf, and Silverman in New York City doing model homes for five years and corporate offices for two architects. So I did this whole professional design, again, form follows function, uh, ergonomics, you know, everything was detailed, like reason, specific. And then after New York City, I came to California and went right into residential and the custom kitchen arena because Uh I could draw and I could design. So as soon as I got into these ladies' residential homes and got put me, the girl with the New York City experience, next to the average contractor, they fired them and I did the job. So I, I fell into the contracting and it was like, it was, I was, I've been in the dirt making things happen since I was 21. So it was a natural progression to become the licensed contractor. So it was just natural. I mean, I've, I've been doing it since day one, standing in the dirt, fixing the plans, making it work. So standing in the shoes of a homeowner or let's say someone who wants to have their home designed from scratch, right? Their dream home. What kind of bugs you though, in terms of the advice perhaps that they're getting or the intel when it comes to working with an architect? Oh my God. The problem is the architect wants to make a style that makes him famous. He Uh doesn't want to listen to what the homeowner wants. He wants his brand, his brand to work for some reason and he'll do anything to get his style. So I always tell home the homeowner, I'm here. I'm like your therapist. You're going to tell me everything and we're going to figure this out. But the the thing is, I don't 
impose my style on them. I, I use my education and knowledge to guide them to their style. And it really is about what the home can handle, what they want. But an architect will push for certain things and it really makes the client uncomfortable because they'll make them accept a style that maybe doesn't work for their life or maybe it just doesn't function for them or maybe it's just too expensive. So I just don't like the fact that some people can only design what they like or what they think is their style. And the, the, the me, like my, what I think doesn't matter. It's what the client thinks. And my job is to help the client pull it out of them and guide them to the success of their journey. It's I'm a professional guiding them. It's not my house. It's their house. So that's what bugs me about a lot of architects and um, designers. Cause some designers don't know how to do real design, like interview the client. They just know a certain style they like, like everything looks like, you know, the same. Well, I'll tell you this, I, 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 I hear you on that one. And I, what I'm also hearing that I love about you is that what further separates you from other architects is that you go up, over and above. I right? do. I, mean, I take the extra, the extra time. And I, I do. And I sit with the client and I make sure that they're listening or their understanding because some people can't see in 2D and see, read plans. So we have to draw 3D renderings and models. But I take my time because each person's different in how they learn or how they interpret. So everyone's got to be treated a little differently. So I make sure I take my time because if you lose the client and they're uncomfortable, forget it. You know, you, you, you got to work. You got to really, it's kind of like hold handling, handing, but it really is five star, five star concierge service is what I'm doing. I love all. it. I love mm -hmm. it. And and let's and for our listeners out there and viewers, let's not overlook what she's also saying, which is she's in the next phase, which is the building of your home to make sure that it's all done correctly, because that's where a lot of the nightmares take place, right? Yes, where the nightmares start, because again, the plans don't walk and talk. And if you have an architect and a designer and they're not communicating and maybe the plans aren't complete, then you leave it on the hands of the contractor and then they start guessing or making you make decisions after construction. And that's when the nightmare starts. So if you don't give that contractor a good set of plans with good direction, you're asking for a ton of changes and time delays and money. So you got to be treat your contractor right by being prepared. So. Yeah, right. And now, I, Judy, I can imagine you've got a ton of client <laughs> success stories. I mean, you're a rock star. You're probably mm -hmm. like a local legend in Laguna now. A little bit. A little yeah, bit. Yeah, you're being modest. I love that. So <laughs> so is there one particular client success story that you are most proud of that you like to share? You my, my client success story of a project. Well, one of my favorite projects is a client I have now. She's probably in her 60s and her kids are probably in her 20s, but her dad built the house in the late 1920s and he was a Japanese immigrant in Laguna Beach and he became a famous landscape architect and he lived there till he died and we're maintaining the original Japanese garden and we totally took his single wall construction cottage and made it two by four. So I saved the roof framing and I saved his original dug floor and replaced all the walls and the inside's all paneled, the outside's all hardy siding, and it's still white, like the original white, and it has black windows now. I mean, I'm sorry, it has white windows and white walls like it originally was, but I have a black front door. But um, we, we took his 1928 cottage and kind of it's like a new, brand new vintage marble because it looks like a little Bentley inside because it's so uh, detailed in woodwork. But we took his cottage and saved the cabinets he made, one cabinet in the kitchen and one in the living room. 
and 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 babysat and really took care of his garden because he used to bless his garden every day. So I go out there and say something positive every day. So uh, we, that's my favorite story because it goes from generation to generation and all that love. It's, it's fun. Oh, that's a wonderful story. You're probably like family to some of these folks, man. They, oh, yeah. They fall in love. It's like, Julie, Julie, Julie. I stay with the house and I take care of the house and I do lifetime maintenance. So I am there forever. You know, I know my life <laughs> back forever. <laughs> so how does your work split between remodels versus designing a, a new home? Okay, so most of my work is a remodel because I kind of chose that in the beginning. And oh, okay. I and so maybe I'm 10 or 15% new construction. But okay. the thing is, every remodel has new construction or a new footing or a new foundation of the room add-on. So some of my remodels are so extensive. Okay, 50% of my remodels are called new construction because they're completely new homes when we're done. So you could say that 75% of my business is new construction, but I keep part of the home mm -hmm. so if that makes sense because when i go to pull the permit it's a new house yeah you know they're yeah. qualified as new homes when you do over 50 percent remodeling and all my homes are 100 percent remodeling so you can say argue it that way but the real actual ground up where they scrape the house there's less of those because there's more remodels available so it's funny mm -hmm. so when it comes to the construction part with the remodel do you play a role in who the general contractor selects to do the sub work, like the kitchen cabinetry or the bathrooms? I mean, do you okay, play so, a role in that? I, so I am the general who has the license and all my subs are my subs that I've groomed. And oh, trained. so you are the years. I am the GC, silly. That's what makes it special. Oh, I thought you were just hanging around to work with the general contractor. No, I... I took the license and I became, cause that's the serious thing. I took the license. I am the GC. That's why I wear the cowboy boots and I groom these subs. Well, you're, and strapping my tool, you're strapping on a yeah. tool belt. Yeah. I can frame. I learned how to frame when I got my license and um, I know how to do that, but I won't do it plumbing and electrical of course, but, um, but I know how to actually frame and, um, but I am the contractor and I had the experience working under another contractor and just doing it for 10 years before I even got my license. So, okay. So if the neat part is that I actually draw the plans and I'm not a licensed architect because I chose not to get licensed there. I chose to get licensed as the contractor and I'm licensed interior design and certified custom kitchens. But I, I actually do the work. I do the plans and the design and the city submittals and I pull the permit and run it as a contractor every day. I am actually running the job and they're my subs. Yeah, you know, that I picked. I'm, so you're from, you're soup to nuts, A to I'm Z. Soup to nuts, A to Z, and it's me. It's There's no guy under me doing anything, okay? It's me running the job. It's me. I have lots of helpers, but yeah. I'm project managers, but I am the general. I am okay. the, the boss. Okay, I'm glad we clarified that. Now, tell us about your clients. Are they local? Are they Orange County? They're all over the place. What, what can it's, you um, it's, it's mostly locals that have lived here and love their homes and want to live and stay in their homes a long time. And then I have a 30% that are, have relatives or maybe you lived here before, but I have half of my, okay, 30% of my clients are from another state or, or, or another part of California. And this is their second home or their beach home. So but it's everybody has a special attachment to Laguna. So, you know, I don't get the people that are 
you know, that that have never been here. Everyone has a story. It seems that they know Laguna for some reason and want to be here. Yeah. Well, well, listen, I, uh, (laughs) Laguna, yeah, Laguna, Laguna is just, there's no place like it. There's There's no no place. It's, it's, It's considered like in the top 50, places in the world or something I read I think well just the view when you think about the little bay that with the view of the main beach just the view alone is amazing is what it really is yeah exactly well if people who are tuning in want to learn how to connect with you even though they may be local within South Orange County Laguna Beach whatever are you on social media you have a website tell us about that I have my website which is my name Julie at Julie Lawton Wait, that's my email. Sorry. My website is just my name, julielawton.com, and Lawton is spelled L-A-U-G-H-T-O-N. And then my Instagram, which is the nice, funnest one, is Julie Lawton DB, like Julie Lawton Design Build. And then I'm, um, you know, you just Google Julie Lawton and a bunch of stuff comes up. (laughs) Wow. All right. Well, listen, before we sign off, is there one last thing you'd like to say to everyone? Just make sure you... um, are enjoy what you're doing for your life and your business and you know branding is all about making it you and making your statement in the world making it clear you know I listen to you <laughs> <laughs> i told you i love this lady <laughs> it's funny make I got your that. statement to the world and make it clear i love that that's great <laughs> oh, i may steal that one julie law now go for it you can have it. <laughs> well, listen, thank you for being here. You are a gem. You are priceless. And I cannot thank you enough. Thank you, Jerry. I love you. You're amazing. Oh, bless you. <laughs> and to our audience, thank you for tuning in. Until next time, this is Jerry Foster, the big branding guy, also known as the Branding Evangelist, signing off. Take care. Jerry Foster here. Thank you so much for listening to my Brand Forward Leadership Podcast. Now, if you, if you are a successful service-based entrepreneur yourself and you've got amazing expertise, I mean services, skills, talents, and abilities that you offer through your company or yourself, and you've been in business for five, 10 years or more, and you would like to be a guest on this program, I would love to have you. Simply visit jerryfosterbranding.com forward slash brand forward leadership forward slash apply and I will certainly check you out and get to know you and so on and so forth. Now, let me just add a couple of other things. Number one, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media for me? And if so, just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials, okay? And number two, if you know someone that you feel would be a great guest, someone that I should meet and connect with and so on and so forth, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag BrandFordLeadership because I love seeing your posts. I love guest suggestions. That's how we all grow. That's how we all connect and make it through this world, which are through our relationships and our connections. And lastly, let me throw this in. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. I'm always on the lookout for not only great guests, but great content. And so therefore, 
because we're always putting great new stuff out, juicy stuff. Make sure you don't miss any episodes in the future. So please go ahead and subscribe. And I also love what? I love support. I love love. <laughs> so your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. So if you can find it in your heart to go ahead and show me that kind of support and love, I would really appreciate it. And on a second note, if you would like to know more about me, the work that I do, simply go to my website at jerryfosterbranding.com or follow me on LinkedIn or Facebook at Jerry Foster Branding or Instagram at Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Okay? Jerry Foster Big Brand Man. Again, thanks for listening. Until we see you the next time, take care.